Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 487 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm very excited for this episode. I'm Christian Piles, joined as always by uh, two Green Bay Packers fans, maybe, actually. I don't know if Ben is. I don't know if Ben even knows of football, but <laughs> I know Kyle Brackey is, and it's draft day, so he's pumped. Ben, what's up? I was a starting nose tackle on my freshman football team at 120 pounds. So That's right. That That's right. We discussed this. Yes. What a beast. Um. So, okay. Ben Askren, before we have... Just to give a quick rundown of the show, we're going to have like 15 minutes here. Then we're going to show Finding Sion, a spiritual journey in isolation. You're going to like this video. Then Sion's coming on. <laughs> then Chris Pendleton is coming on, and we're going to watch some matches and talk about them. But first, right. Ben Asker, are you going to fight Ariel Hawani? What is, what is up with this? I thought y'all were boys. You were on his show literally every day. Now, all of a sudden, you, it seems like you guys hate each other. What happened? Uh, I think I think I'm just bored in isolation, and he's like the easiest one to pick on. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, you're such a side. I, mean, I, I didn't even I wasn't even intending to be mean. I was just kind of like I saw an old video of Dana White, and then uh, I saw an old video of Ariel Hawani. It's like came to me. Who was the most nerdy one when they were younger, Ariel or Dana? And I put it up there, and you know, he got mad about that. But I think we're all good. He's walking around with that dumb ball attached to his head. Doesn't he realize he can hit it as many times as, as he wants, and it's not going to go anywhere? Well, I think it's uh, you know, it's it's the, it's the new trend. Did you ever have one of those things, those hats, that you, no. the balls that you hit? No. You know what that makes me think of? That makes me think of. I don't know. Do you guys ever watch uh, Kenny Powers? I know it was who it is. East, yeah, yeah, Eastbound and Down. Yeah. So you know, he said like, "What? What do you guys? You know, we trying to be the best at exercise. I'm over here playing a real sport." <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Um, Hey, it's draft day, Kyle Bracky. Anything we should be really excited for? You, you talked about the about the the wrestlers that could get drafted. People apparently were excited about that one. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I I literally looked at the top like three hundred draft prospects to see if they had any wrestling oh my background. Gosh. 
Um, did you did you look at Joe Burrow? Like maybe he did. No, because I, I, I know enough about him, having been in Athens and everything, to know he didn't wrestle. But literally, I mean, I checked Tua. Just, just make sure. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe tried it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's going to be four former state champions that are definitely going to go. Tristan Worfs uh, is going to go in the top ten more How than likely. How tall is that guy? I think 6'5". That video of him wrestling Aaron Costello, like that screenshot of how yeah. tall Tristan Wirfs is compared to Aaron Costello. <laughs> He's 6'5", 320. Oh, my gosh. And Tobin's a 40-point. He ran a 40 in 4.86. Oh, my gosh. What? He must yeah. have cheated. <laughs> um, so he played Iowa, of course, and was an Iowa State champ. And literally the entire Iowa offensive line uh, was third or better at the state tournament. Really? In high school career. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and then there'd be two Clemson offense linemen drafted that were South Carolina State champs, John Simpson and um, Cervenka, Gage Cervenka. And then uh, Nick Coe, who was a Flow Nationals champ uh, for Auburn, probably go in mid-rounds, somewhere between like four and six. So it's pretty cool to see these guys um, have a lot of wrestling success and then it translate over to the gridiron as well. Okay, hey, so uh, go ahead, Ben. What what, what do we have to do to get Dabo Sweeney on this podcast? <laughs> I you got connections. I got no. That would be your first. That would be your first. That'd be a huge get. I would rather have Saban. I think he's he would say something more uh, interesting or at least be meaner. Dabo <laughs> is like just such a nice guy. I'd rather get someone on there like Saban. He he apparently likes fo- uh, wrestlers that play football. Does Dabo mm-hmm. Sweeney have Twitter? I'll tweet him. I'm sure he has Twitter. Um, sure. Yeah, give it a shot. You know, all he can say is nothing at all, which is no. what what he's going to say. I actually don't think he has Twitter. I don't really. That's interesting. He's probably on the ground. I don't though. think he does. I just searched him. No Twitter. What's wow. wrong with Dabo? Who needs him? Hey, okay, so we're gonna do a quick like uh, rapid fire. Maybe not rapid fire. Maybe we'll only get one question in, but get a couple questions from friends before we uh, have the reveal of of the Sion special. Um, Here's a question. So we asked one uh, a couple shows ago, what is a move that um, is no good or that is good but people don't think it works? So this is the opposite. What's one move that people think is no good but works? Hmm. Like Ben Wage War against the crossface last time. But what's one that's like, oh, that doesn't work anymore and it's actually great? That's a good one because, oh, most moves that I would say that work that are – are ones that people don't know all that well because they're too stubborn and they say, you know, I think we're past that point where they say, oh, scrambling doesn't work. They're, you know, people don't say that anymore because it's yeah. really dumb. Um, man, that people works that people don't think works. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something really dumb, Christian. Perfect. Ready for this? Yeah. I'm going to say the headlock again. Because <laughs> the cowboy, you know. There's been a whole I – mean, so obviously at the youth level, it's significantly underused. But at the college level, you know, we've seen Jason Nolf hit one. We've seen Mark Hall. We've seen a lot of these better guys hit uh, – Darren Caldwell hit Brett Metcalf. So now you don't want to go and throw, like, a headlock per match. But if you use, like, one headlock every 20 matches, you're going to sneak one in here and there. Yeah. Um, what You know one that might – I know what Nomad would probably say is the switch. Oh, go on. Switch is not uh... – I feel like sw- the switch is m- used more like in transitions than like yeah. you know it's not off the whistle anyone's hitting like left hand over right hand and like sitting out like that yeah. anymore. I don't know if anyone even does that anymore. It's um, it just the, the motion of it. The, yeah, the switch mode. Yeah, 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 I agree with that. 
So maybe it's um, the switch. Hey, I meant to. I had something I owed you. Uh, oh snap! I owed you the best scrambler. I thought I wrote. I had, I made a oh, list yeah. somewhere. Who is it? I'm trying to find this. Oh my goodness. Um. Okay. Here's my final. I wanted to give you my all my final. Um. So here's my final. I think I had like nine of them. Darmstadt, Caffey, Mahler, Sasso, Alvarez, RBY, Gross, Glory, and Spencer. Um. Were you know, and I only picked from the from you had to be kind of ranked remotely high before I wanted to pick you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, top top five ish. Sasso, I love Sasso, but he needs to be more dynamic in his scrambles. He goes to the same one over and over and over again. If, if he doesn't change that, it's going to be a big pain in the butt. Um, I love RBY, but he doesn't force the scrambles enough. He could be better. Uh, Alvarez is too reliant on his scrambles. Um, meaning that he, yeah, they are good, but he should do other stuff also. And he actually started doing more offense towards the end of the year. Um, Spencer, Spencer gets no credit as a scrambler, but is freaking ridiculously good. Uh, Gross and Glory, uh, both are really high level scramblers. Um, and I almost want to pick them, but you know who I'm picking, Christian. Our man. Our man. Our son. Our son. Ben, I, make the I, case. I, you know what? You have to make a stronger case because of our our uh, already bias. our known bias. You have to oversell it for the people to well, not t- say I'll, you're just a homer. I'll tell you what. I almost didn't pick him strictly because of the Whitman match. That match made me say, "Ah, dude, I can't pick him. Let me let me just pull this pick back." Um, I think he has a lot of unique scrambles. I think he has a diverse skill set of scrambles. Um, I think for him going down to 184 pounds actually hurt him, and he should have just been up 197 pounds all year long. Still, don't I would know have liked to ha- see why that happened. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, so I haven't weird. talked to him. In per- so weird, right? Um. So yeah, I think just all those things combined make him the best. I, I think. I mean, I think the real bet. I think actually the, the guys who I would put number one and two on my list both set out this year being Yanni and Jay Nyerman. I think I would probably put them number one and number two. But they yeah. obviously didn't wrestle college. So they'll be back next year. So what what makes Ben a, a really good scrambler? What are like his um, what are like the come the different positions he's like he really thrives in? Yeah. Well, I think so I think one of the things that he has really unique flexibility that makes it makes him have a feel that a lot of other people don't have, and he has really unique length that a lot of people don't have. And you know, we we, we kinda of talk about how Robles is able to become so effective with one leg because people couldn't get a feel for that. And I think that's kind of a lot of what Ben Darmstadt does, he's so long and he's so flexible that he's able to do a whole bunch of things that a lot of other people can't expect, especially at that weight class. You know, obviously the majority of my selections were shifted in the, really in the bottom two weight classes um, because for whatever reason, those guys seem to be kind of as a group uh, better at scrambling that as you get, and then it's another, I guess, point against Ben, but as you get bigger guys, in my opinion, get worse at scrambling yeah and so you know i guess maybe that's another thing that makes him stand out all right the funky fresh scrambler of the year ben darmstadt uh okay question from alex it's probably our last one before we get to the the Sion special since you brought up ben showing his match where he beat pendleton which we have what match would you most want to see that is nowhere to be found on the internet for example tom brand's over Joey Gilbert, thirty-three to nineteen oh, in yeah. the NCAA semis. Do you know anything about this match, Ben? 
I mean, I've heard of it, but to their point, I've never seen it because it does. It just simply doesn't exist. Oh man! All right. So, is there a match like that for you? That's not the thirty-three nineteen. I, I'm gonna have a hard time finding one that is sounds as interesting as Tom Brands yeah. and Joey Dilbert yeah. having a match with that many points. Thirty-three nineteen. Yeah, we fifty-two we points. Should get some time. The one I want to see for a while that I, you know I never saw was. Uh, and I always had so much curiosity about was Mark Schultz at Bannock, or is it Lou Bannock? One of the Bannocks. Mark Schultz mm-hmm. and one of the Bannocks. Uh, NSA final, Mark Schultz bumps up, stops him going for a sport, stops Bannock from going for the fourth title. I always wanted to see that match, and it wasn't really available. And then I think I saw it, like, you know, when the internet started getting more, more and more wrestling matches, and I finally saw it. So that was one that for a long time I wanted to see, and then I finally got to see. Yeah, that one made it up to the internet, but not... Not the thirty-three nineteen NCA. Someone has to have Someone it. Someone in Iowa has to have it. Yeah. Dare yeah, I... they probably do on IPTV somewhere. Mi- Michigan probably destroyed the footage, but I I think somewhere in the, the Gables. I'm sure Gable was a big they film guy. They had that crazy Big Ten. Uh, do you remember final? Yes. Was it that year too? Was it I, that same year? I don't know if it was that year. So what? All right, Ben. What do you think happened in this match? Thirty-three nineteen. Did Tom Brands? So a little backdrop. I, Tom Brands and Joey Gilbert wrestled in the Big Ten finals, I believe, before this. Yeah. Gilbert all yeah. but pinned him, and then Tom Brands came all the way back and beat him, kind of soundly. Uh, do Do you think this is Tom Brands? Did he go take down and release so much that it got? That's how he got to that disparity. Or what do you think happened I, here? I, I thought it was. I thought it was Joey Gilbert put him on his back either once, once and or twice. And then Tom Brands just started taking him down and letting him up. Much like my man, big shout out, Josh Wagner and Flo. You guys blew this one. This was when Flo was in its infancy, Christian. You ready for this? Yeah. You ready? My buddy, my buddy Josh Wagner throws Brent Metcalf on his back. Not once, I heard about but this. twice. And he's winning nine to three. And Martin runs over with his freaking camera and starts videoing the match. But the- <laughs> so all he's got, all he's got is- a video is Metcalf giving Josh the business. And he ends up beating him. I don't recall what the final score was, but it was, it was you know, Metcalf had like 16 or 18 points or whatever. And so the footage of the first part of the match exists nowhere. So I take it back. That's the one thing I want to see because Josh and I actually have an argument on the two moves that put him to his back. So I would like to see that one. Okay. Well, here's it begs the question. Where was the Missouri coaching staff in the video team? Uh, Josh was the only, I can't remember why. I think he was hurt for Cliff Keenan. He was the only one that went to Vegas that year, something like that. So, uh, yeah. So that was why there was no, uh, no, no film team there. Okay. Maybe Iowa has it. Iowa release the footage. Release, release the tapes. So, okay. Here's the rundown for the rest of the show. We're going to show this video. As soon as I finish saying this, we're going to bring on Sion. Sion's going to stay on for uh, a, a couple minutes, and then Pendleton's going to hop on at like 8.45 Central, in which case Sion has a story to tell about Pendleton, about, I won't even say, and then Sion's going to go, and then we're going to sit down, and we're going to watch some uh, Ben Asker and Chris Pendleton matches, and then uh, that'll right. be it. That'll be the day, and you guys will talk, and it'll be an exciting time, so... Um, with that, it is 8.30 as promised. It is time to show you uh, Finding Sion, my spiritual journey in isolation. I hope you enjoy it. So 
So we're sitting here with the director of operations at Flow Sports, Sion Williams, a, a mythical figure in the wrestling and the flow world. Uh, maybe the person that is the most impacted by this quarantine is Sion Williams. And we wanted to take the time to check in to see how Sion is doing. Now, Sion, you're, you're the director of operations here at Flow Sports. That's a, a big responsibility, and you're pretty high up there in the hierarchy here at Flow. I don't like to talk about titles. I, I always say I'm just another minnow in this ocean we call Flow. I'm higher on the totem pole around here, so you need to get the out. I am just another small fish like everybody else swimming the same way. I run this King Kong ain't got nothing on me. My, my leadership style is about we, not me. Painy. Sion, what do you miss most about coming in and working at Flow? Well, you know, getting on FRL. I, I love the show, you know, working with Bracky. Got great chemistry with CP, you know. You know something, CP, you would have been one of the that would have been taking your drink in the bars, too. He, le he leads me to be the best, the best I can be on air, you know. Right. You know what? You know what? You're out. You right. got to go. Know what, man. Get off the show. You, need, you, need you to know, stop. try again next time. So one thing people love about working at Flow is the family aspect of it, is that there's dogs and people can bring their kids in here. Having dogs, I love animals. Who looking at? Who doesn't love dogs? I buried in my backyard for garden fertilizer. People describe me as a gentle giant. I love kids. It's an ugly ass baby. During this hard time, only essential employees get to go in to the office at work. Everybody else have to work from home. As director of operations, I'm fortunate to be one of those essential workers. Yes, Sion? I'm here to work. Uh, essential employees only. Have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day. Sian, I can imagine you being such a people person. Who drank my almond milk? That one of the hardest parts about not being able to come to work every day is not getting to have that face-to-face -face interaction with your coworkers. Yeah, that's the tough part, you know. Uh, I miss my team. Makes me, you know, getting teary-eyed, man. I'm about to cry. They're, they're like my brothers, sisters, my family. You know, it must be hard, but how, how are you keeping in touch with your team during this time when you're not having that face-to-face -face interaction? We're still keeping in touch every day, you know. We have uh, virtual hangouts where everybody gets online. I don't really give a shit. Let's move on to the next person. It's something that everybody on the team looks forward to every morning. We have a lot of work to do. Get the done. Now, one thing the quarantine has created is a lot of people have a lot more time to consume content and you being a wrestling fan have you been able to check out any of the flow wrestling content we've been producing man we are we're putting a bunch of content out there i love it now so you know i'm keeping up you know setting alerts i get alerted every time they put something out so sion what would you say to those people right now that are struggling during this time of quarantine So what advice do I got for people in quarantine? You know, my old man used to say this thing to me, so I'm gonna say it to them, don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. I'm sitting here by myself in isolation. 
I reconnected with an old friend, me. There'll be a bunch of maybe over in somewhere. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So that's, the, leave that one in there. that's the blue for real. That's the blue for real. Wow. It's definitely blue for real. <laughs> Man, did you spit? Did you spit coffee on your computer? Yeah, I went and had to get toilet paper to clean it all up. When when Sion had the dog, what the f he was looking at? I lost it. I didn't see that coming. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> did you like it, Ben? <clears throat> Oh, it was great. I think you, yeah. I I think you guys should do something like that, like once a week, maybe. That was we, fantastic. We said, yeah. Simone and I were like, we should do this at least once a month, just try to put a a little bit together like that, because it was really, it was really fun to do. And uh, yeah, I love yes. that kind of stuff. I thought it, I thought she did a great job. Obviously, when you have someone that provides as much comedic relief as Sion, it's it's not a, uh, it's not hard to do. Sion, was that a fitting tribute to your time in quarantine, sir? I'd say, you know, it's been pretty fitting that uh, it was fun to do. You know, being in quarantine here, I'm, I'm a bachelor, so I live by myself. I started where I was just sleeping in on different rooms in my house. After I no, ran out of no, rooms, no. I think to the last... You, you said, that, you said no. that when we were doing no. the thing. Now, here's, here's what I don't understand. What the heck does being in quarantine have to do with you sleeping in different rooms in your house that you couldn't have done that any other time? I don't understand. I was bored, so I just went from room to room, and after, and I've been, I think I've been, I've been on the living room floor for like two weeks, just sleeping on the floor in my living room, just threw a blanket down, pillow, <laughs> and sleeping on the floor for the last two weeks. Usually, there's um, too many women, women uh, swarming that bachelor pad that you know he's got to go to his room so he gets some peace <laughs> oh and quiet. Gosh, let's not get into that. Um, so, wait, <laughs> I don't know what I was thought I was going to talk about, but you just sleep on your floor now because it's quarantine and you're bored. Like, I would get it for, like, oh, I want to work in a different room or, oh, you know, I don't know. There's different things you can do that throw a little variety. In. I do not understand deciding, you know what, I have I have a nice bed, several nice beds, but I'm going to I'm gonna sleep on the floor. Well, the floor is comfortable, man, you know. If you find a comfortable <laughs> spot, I just stay there. Sion is, I will say, Sion does not care where he sleeps. Uh, Sion, are your glasses broken? Yes, there is one. Yeah, my glasses is kind of jacked up. You know, I'm in quarantine. I can't go get new ones. <laughs> one of those nights I was sleeping on the floor, I got up and stepped on them. So now, Wait. now I'm like, you know, it's like the old days when uh, people used to do this. So now, now I'm, I'm one of those people now. Oh my God! Now, Sion, if you notice, Sion wore his contacts for the for the video. He, he but uh, then. When we went back to his house, he threw those bad boys on. Uh, would just have the one earpiece, but you know that's why you wear that. Now my question is, how how hard was it to to remove that banner behind you from the Hilton Coliseum? Um, you talking about my Iowa State yeah, right they, here? Yeah. I did not steal that banner. <laughs> I actually, you know, it was a fundraiser for the Cyclone Wrestling Club. Um, I donated five hundred dollars for that banner. Oh man, that, you got to be like a—that's uh, like gold level status yeah. um, donor. You're a, you're a booster now. Uh, that was, was years ago. Yeah, I was. can't believe Kale, Kale couldn't get more than five hundred dollars out of you. <laughs> Seriously, you you have that in a in a in a comic book box. Come on now. Um, 
No, you're 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 a devoted alum. Okay. Um so we're gonna have Pendleton on in like he's coming on in like seven minutes. Sion, um, I don't know, what do you want to talk about, man? You're here. This is uh, your you moment. Know, should, should we wait for Pendleton to come on? I love to talk about Pendleton and like, you know, he's a head coach now, so I want to talk about what he did to Bobby. Okay, don't embarrass. Yeah, we'll wait for him to be on. Uh, yeah. ben, ben, do you have any questions for for Sion? Oh my goodness! What was uh, you know? We all throw, we all throw our college teammates under the bus at some point, Sion. <laughs> and but Kale's probably you know he's close to sainthood. Did he ever do anything that was like not upstanding? Like I'll, I'll, oh. I'll you know what I'll cop to something. You want to hear something I've never copped to in my whole life, Sion? I've wow. stolen. I've, st- I've stolen one thing in my life, only one. I was at the Home Depot. I was walking out. It starts pouring. I take a pause. I don't want to walk out the pouring rain. And I see this gigantic roll of Saran wrap sitting right next to me. And I look at it. I said, "Hmm, that would be fun to Saran wrap someone's car." And I asked someone. I said, "Hey, do you guys sell those somewhere?" And they're like, "No, nah, we don't sell them or whatever." I said, "Okay." I'm like, damn it, I don't usually steal things, but I I need to steal this. And I stole the roll of Saran Wrap that I stole in someone's car that night. Oh my god! Every- <laughs> Dude, I don't know what the <laughs> felt, the statute of limitations is on on something like that. <clears throat> did Did Kale ever do I anything like know. that? No, man. Like I said, the guys are saint. They're all all them Sandersons are saint. I don't think they do anything bad. The only thing I could say of Kale never being a sainthood, you know, one time we were at a house party, and I was drunk because. That's what I do at house party. I was drunk. It was at my house. Um, <laughs> and he, I have a chess set. I play chess. So okay. he took advantage of me and did cheat. He did cheat a drunk guy in chess. Oh, took really? Advantage of me when I, that, that's, the only, that's the only bad thing I can say about Kale. He, he beat well, you. Well, how did he cheat? Like multiple turns or what did he do? Well, considering I can't even remember the game, I think it was cheating. I, I, I think he was moving a couple of times when I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the queen was jumping from one side of the board to the next, but uh, you know, as I was highly inebriated that night, I, I, I cannot quite remember. So, so you're you're, but in you're my, at a house in my party. World, I think he cheated me, and that's the last time I ever played him in chess. So you're hammered at a, a house party. You're like, you know what? I think I'm gonna play Kale in chess now. Like that is how <laughs> how long, that, that I don't know if that says how drunk you were or not, but that that paints a pretty clear picture that you were. You're definitely under the influence. Like, it's chess time. Kale, where are you at? <laughs> yeah. So definitely oh. uh, sainthood for, for the Sanderson brothers all. Um, okay. So statute of limitations I've learned is three to six years in Wisconsin. But oh, was yeah. This, I'm, was I'm, it? No, it was Missouri. It was Missouri. I'm, I'm, I'm boy Pat. Come on, man. They don't go that long. So you know what's so funny, though? You want to hear something funny about that story? Yeah. I'm not going to tell you his name. But it was, a, it was a female swimmer, and me and two other female swimmers, we saran wrapped their car. Okay, just by happenstance. And I don't know how this 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 lady, she's really nice. I don't know how she got this unlucky. <laughs> but someone dumped a dead duck on her doorstep that night also. And so I got both of the things blamed on me. And I didn't do it, Piled. I didn't do the duck. I don't know. I don't know who did it. I don't know why they did it. It wasn't me. I did the saran wrapping, and that was it. Wow. So, but why was this person such a such a high target for um, pranks and shenanigans? Uh, probably because you got you got you got such a good reaction out of her. It was, it was, too, you know, it was really funny. Too high easy. strong. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, that's good. Um, okay. Where's Mr. Pendleton at? He's coming on. He's coming on three minutes. What were you going to say, Sion? You know, things I've done bad. You know, I got to think about this one. Everybody's been to Vegas. You know, there are some. Comp- I'm not going <laughs> to mention who because they're probably still upset about this. But, uh, you know, you go out down Vegas and you got those service girls that always walk around. <laughs> no, what does that mean? So we arranged with a couple of service girls to uh, wait go God. to the rest of the oh, room. God. Oh, oh no, God. Uh, <laughs> are we sure this story is appropriate? Probably. Well, I'm only going to leave the appropriate part. Okay, okay. The good parts in. So, arranged for two service girls, you know. Guy was actually still competing. And he was competing the next day. So, you know, didn't like the guy. So, we arranged for the service girl. It was it was worth the 100 bucks to just show up to this guy's room and make sure he was trying to have a good time. Even though we've never asked what happened. But, uh... I'm not gonna say what happened because we all know what happened, but yeah. Or the oh, best God. is a former stop, Big Twelve stop. champion that's not an Iowa Stater. Let's say he went to one of the Oklahoma schools. Oh my and, gosh, uh, it's getting, you're getting, getting out. too close. Yeah, Leon, you're, stop. Vincent is gonna give it away here in a second. I'm, oh, I'm not gonna word. give it away, but we're at Club Light. Well we got we got to narrow down to the know. state and the school and the and an era, so we're, right. we're at Club Light and then there's me and him. And then we're in the club light, and we're sitting there, we're standing there, you know. And then this uh, older lady comes over. She was probably, I don't know, 50, 55, maybe even 60. And she buys us a drink, and he goes, AC, hey, man, I told her we both play football. And uh, she wants, to, she's all about the Big 12, and she wants to uh, get some drink. I'm like, cool. I'm like, all right. So then, then he goes, I'm like, well, actually, I don't want to claim the Iowa State football team. They were terrible back then. I was like, oh, man, I'm a wrestler. I'm not claiming the football team. <laughs> So, oh my God! I'm sitting there. He, she goes to dance with us, so she pulls us both to try to do it, like you know, dance with her, like sang with her. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not down with that. She's too old for me." So uh, at this point, he goes out to the dance floor with her. This older guy comes over and goes, "Man, my wife really likes y'all." I'm like, wait, your wife? Oh God, he's stop! Like, she like, stop! Yeah, stop! So he goes, "We want." He's like, "Man, you guys, can you guys come back to our hotel room with us?" I'm like, no, yeah, I know. no, stop, Tristan. So my unnamed person looks on. over and goes, hey, goes, hey, come on, man. They're going to give us some Sion. money. Let's go. I'm like, dude. Sion, this, not, this I, is why no one allows you on the podcast. This is why right here. Oh, God. <laughs> they muted Sion. Oh, he thinks he's still Thank telling God. the story. God, First of all, Sion, Sion, you can't. Yes, we cut you off. You needed to be. Oh, we God. already know it's. It has to be a big person that convinced someone they played football for in, for Iowa State. So now we already know I it's didn't a lot. Large... No names. I know, but now we know he's big. Now we know he went to Oklahoma or oh. Oklahoma State. It's getting better. It's, get, it's getting really close. Um, Man, how you gonna cut me off like that? Because oh, who knows where it's going? It's the problem. You're too much going. of a wild card. It's not. Listen, I know you've been doing a lot of Zoom calls. Okay, this is not a Zoom call. We are broadcasting on the internet worldwide, just like Joe Exotic's TV sh- show. So you can't just you can't just you know say whatever you want. There's there's implications to this. Um, uh, okay, so someone on Facebook said stories with Sian is greater than Alien Hour, and it might just be. I can't compete with stuff like that. Yeah, you can't compete with it. Listen, all right. You know, 
Listen, I, I, hold on. We're gonna have Chris Pendleton on very soon. We we cannot set him up with anything like that, okay? We have to be nice okay. to Chris Pendleton. Like you can that. tell a good story, was it, but for the love was of- Was it Daniel Cormier? Was it Daniel Cormier? No, no. stop, stop. <laughs> ben, what in the heck? Okay, hey, hey, uh, uh, Piles, can I tell a Vegas story since we're in it and mine will be way more appropriate than Sion's? Yes. You know what I couldn't believe? The one year they had it in Prim, Nevada, the CKLV when I was a senior in college, and so to set the scene, there's a venue in there. So the wrestling mats are in there and all of the teams are staying at the one hotel, every team. So you know what? I don't drink, but I decided to go out. I was a senior in college and the, you know, the van left for the airport at 6.30 a.m. And you know what I couldn't believe? I couldn't believe, and I'm not gonna name names like Sion. I couldn't believe I how many college right? coaches I couldn't believe how many college coaches were gambling when I got back to that casino at 6 a.m. I mean, Christian, it was like 20 of them. It w- I was blown away. Bunch of degenerates. I That was my first, the you know, naive, uh, naive Christian piles. I'm, I'm being told Chris Pendleton will be on in eight minutes. So... Uh, naive oh my! Christian. We we, gotta, we have to do eight more minutes of Sion stories. Yeah, we might. Zuckerberg's we're gonna get kicked off, off line. Yeah, we're gonna get kicked off air for sure. We're not gonna make it. Um, uh, Sion's he, not gonna say much. <laughs> see, he I, I, knows. I would, I would he does. See, the problem with Sion, he has no idea where the line is. He has no idea. He's just just habitual line stepper, Sion Williams. Now, um, when I first went to Vegas, that was an observation I had. Where I was like, okay, I'm going to leave. You know, I always, I had an early flight out the next morning. So I'm walking back and there are coaches still playing and they're not sober and they're yes. very drunk. And it's just like, hey, that's, uh, that's you know, part of the fun for them. You know, afterwards, I guess they're, they're athletes the are adults. Table. We know you do. What, Sion, he'll roll up straight. He won't even take his credential off. He'll go from media to walk straight to the craft table. He doesn't even drop off his bag in his room, and he just plays craps for hours on end. <laughs> it's so funny. He's standing uh, there at the table, and he's got this big medium lanyard <laughs> on still. Just like why? the dice. Uh, what the heck? Pass the dice. <laughs> no. I like a table that moves. You know what pisses me off? It's oh, when the, the dealers, they, they freaking take the, they, they slow the table down. You're in a good row, and then they decided to slow down. Like pass me the freaking dice! Come on, I'm trying to win here. You think that you think oh that my. impacts your your uh, your performance? Yes, it does. It impacts it impacts my mojo. <sighs> Why do they slow it down? I've never played craps, nor do I understand it. Cool you off. You, if you got a hot end, they want to cool you down. Come on, that's like icing the kicker. That doesn't really work. I believe icing the you kicker definitely work. works more than um more than uh, icing icing the icing, dicer. Ice the dicer. <laughs> Hey, you ask anybody who shoot craps, ice the dicer. You know, ice. speaking of craps, you know, I'll go back and I'm not going to mention Uh-oh. no names. Like, Uh-oh. you know, in college, when I first started to shoot craps in college, I had no money. And I didn't have any job, but that's how I paid my rent, you know, for in college. It started you with, hustled like, people? rolling craps for... Huh? You hustled and people? When it came rent time, when it came rent time, I never lost. Like, it went down there... <laughs> And there was, everybody had their Pell Grants and student loans. There was like four or $5,000 on the floor at night. And everybody shooting dice. Like, 
But it's all in the dorm rooms. <sighs> There'd be like six, seven, eight people. Or sometime, man, the dorm rooms was like, I think there was one night there was like 15 people in the small dorm rooms. And we're all shooting crap. So it's like, what's the most I ever won on a crap in, in college? And this was, a, I think I won like $3,000 one night. Stop. With some pretty well-named people that I don't mention. Oh, my gosh. I like to thank could all you, Could you beat my... Kale and Dice or no? Kale's never shot Dice. Man. He hasn't. Not That's not even illegal, Tion. That's not even illegal. He's never shot Dice. He's never been in the room with us. But, uh, uh okay. I mean. Dude, all these Iowa State people have to freak out every time you come on the show because they have no idea <laughs> what's going on. If I were one of these people, they're all coaches. They're all, like, professionals. It's like, Sion's going to come on and tell some ridiculous stories about things I did in college. I'm never going to live it down. He's pulling all the skeletons out names. the closet. You don't name names, but, but you. But I do take bribes. Okay. <laughs> oh. Very clearly. Wow. Very clearly. So you knocked out the rent. Okay. Um. Well, I'm just stalling right now. I'm I'm literally untying my Tell shoe us, uh, on the edge of the mat. How about a Kurt Backus story? How about a Kurt Backus story? Kurt Backus. You got any of those? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, Kurt Backus came straight out of high school. He came in the summer, and nobody knew he was coming. So Kurt Backus, literally his mom. <laughs> he, he just showed up kind of like you. Uh, <laughs> his mom and his dad, one day, like, I'm, 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 just, we're, I'm like sitting in my living room, me, I had my little brother who I moved from New York City. He was going to Ames High and living with me. It was like, so Kurt Backus shows up at our door. And then uh, his mom goes, oh, yeah, Bobby says you got a room. So Kurt's going to be staying with y'all for the summer. I'm like, who are you? He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, Bobby said you guys are going to be taking care of Kurt. I'm like, we don't have a room. So at this point, like, uh, Jacob Moore was one of the wrestlers living with us. Well, Jake went home for the summer. I'm like, and he locked his room door with a key. I'm like, uh, so I called Bobby up. Hey, Bobby, who is this Kurt kid? What's he doing at my house? He's like, ah, uh, yeah, take care of him for the summer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, so the mom goes, how much is it for rent for for Kurt for the summer? I was like, ah, uh, just give us two thousand bucks. So she writes a check out the cash. Oh, oh <laughs> stop! Oh, she. So like, this is Backus knows. So she knows now. No, take, we can kill Kurt. So I'm like, now nah, where to put him? And like Jake's room was locked. So I'm like, well, I, I almost cussed. I was like, you know, <laughs> no, you, know, you, you did. did. So you I did. And uh, we literally kicked Jacob's door in, and they say, hey, Kurt, there goes there goes your room for the summer. <laughs> so Jake comes back like to come come back the summer, like mid midsummer, just to come hang out for a few days because he went back to Minnesota. He comes in, he goes. He sees Kurt sleeping in his bed. He goes, who is this guy? Like, sorry, Jake, and Bobby just dropped him off. And, well, technically you were paying the rent, but we still have bills for the summer. So we got Kurt. <laughs> so he's paying it. So Jake's like, oh, okay. So Jake goes and sleeps on the couch for the weekend. He came back to town while Backus goes, hey, man, this guy, Jacob Moore says I'm in his room. Am I supposed to get out? Like, nah, you're good. <laughs> Jake's back oh, on my the couch. God. <laughs> Man, y'all ran a tight ship down there. Two grand? <laughs> you owe Mrs. Backus some money. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah. That was for That's that so... paid for his food, his room, and everything for the summer. Who didn't you, you hustle for at him? Iowa State? Hey, I cooked for Kurt. Got we cooked for him. We drove him around. We took care of him that summer. 
Man, I guess I guess he learned a lot. I mean, talk about that. I guess he he was at Blair. Was was he a day student or did he live there? Maybe you don't know that, Sion. But he went to Blair. I know. So maybe his first experience. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like he was. I think I heard that. Oh snap! Hey, Chris is finally here. He showed up. We had no more Sion stories. Looks like he just woke up. Uh, hey, yeah. remember. Chris is Chris is on that West Coast time, and FRL is pretty dang early. So I appreciate yeah. you coming on. Yeah. Hey, hey, coach. that's how the thing. Uh, remember, they it switches time zones. Ben, you should know that. Hey, remember, uh, yeah, yeah. Like when somebody says Central Time, I have to like think about it for a second. So we got. Oh I, yeah. So Sion's really ran that article, and I like people on the East Coast. There's like about five people that aren't going to get the job just because they called and text me so early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> all right hey well we're all right so hey coach we're on we're on right Chris, now with Sion. we're this is happening Go ahead. <laughs> okay so here's the deal Sion has a story he's been wanting to tell about you uh but during your recruitment time he's been wanting to tell it and I said okay fine let's go uh so he's gonna tell the story y'all can talk about it, then Sion's gonna go Okay. All right. I think Chris actually <laughs> was at a party at my house on his recruitment trip. But I think the best part <laughs> It's gonna be fine, Chris. I've already told him. I said I said he can't tell say no, anything bad. Saying, we think it's gonna be bad, fine, but like, we're not really sure because it's Sion. Yeah. Oh no, it's not it's nothing bad. I'm like, hey Chris, congratulations on being a head coach. You know, it's gonna be a hard job getting them recruits. People are going to commit to you or decommit to you, but it's going to be a hard job. But, but I'm going to talk about Chris Pendleton's recruiting and what he did to Bobby. Bobby didn't forgive him for like 10 years. Bobby probably still hasn't really <laughs> forgiven him. <laughs> um, Chris technically was going to come to Ohio, Iowa State, and then uh, somehow John Smith snuck in there and uh, got Chris to, to go on a recruiting trip, and Chris decided to go, go to Oklahoma State. So Bobby flies out thinking Chris is coming out to go meet the parents. Bobby shows up at Chris's front door. And then uh, while he's at Chris's front door, like his parents goes out, Chris is not here. They call Chris on his cell phone. Like, hey, Chris, didn't you tell Bobby you committed to Ohio State? Iowa, no, Oklahoma State, sorry. I always screw up school names. We all know that. So Chris is like, <laughs> no, I told him. Like, Bobby's here and he says you didn't tell him. So Bobby comes back to Iowa and he's like, yeah, that freaking kid, Pemberton had me come out there and then then committed Oklahoma State. I don't like that kid. So <laughs> let's hope you never have that that opportunity happen to you, Chris. All right, well, you should call Bobby and say, Bobby, I understand your pain now. Oh, first, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, you have like you have like twenty five times the story right. Like, 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 <laughs> I'm going by Bobby's story. That's right. That's what I. This is what I figured was going to happen. All right, set the record straight. Okay, one. Bobby kept me in an office as like a 17 year old kid for about three hours before I said, yes, I'm coming here. I'm done. Oh. <laughs> this sounds like making a murder interrogation of Brandon Dassey. They just, he just wore you down. He had learned some old school, old school tactics from the great Bobby Douglas. Uh, and then like they kept me in there, um, him and Tommy Ortiz and Bono. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, okay, now cancel your trip to Oklahoma State. And I knew actually that, you know, I really wanted to be a cowboy. So, then the next week, and I go, fall in love with Stillwater, all that. I come back, and this weird story gets really, really wrong, Sion. I keep calling Bobby, and back then there was no cell phone. You're talking about 1999, right? 
You know, Zach Morris had the <laughs> cell phone. So Bobby sure didn't have a cell phone. And I, the poor kid, I sure didn't have a cell phone either. I had a pager. So I was, I kept calling. <laughs> to the he kept saying, like, oh, I want to see you in person. So then I'm playing basketball with my friends. My mom pages me. I go to the phone bank and call, uh, call. And she's like, Bobby's at the Fresno airport. So I had to call Bobby at the Fresno airport. And I was like, I, I told you I committed to Oklahoma State. And he's like, oh, that's fine. And then just hung up the phone on me. And then that year, the next year, we go to we go to wrestle in Ames. I get pulled out of red shirt February seventh, and we go to wrestle in Ames. And they had just started doing the drawing the weights. And like right when we we're walking in, John's like, "By the way, you're going to be going first against Heskett." And I was like, "Well, they got to draw." He was like, "Yeah." So then they happened to draw one sixty five in my first uh, call. I got. The first takedown on Joe Heskett, and then I got uh, teched. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy Are cow. Are you saying we cheated with the draw, man? Oh, no. Yeah, because I remember everybody was in the line, like in the Hilton Coliseum, and Joe and Kale were wearing, like, the robes. And I was like, I looked at Pat. I was like, why are those guys wearing robes? He's like, ah, don't worry about it. I was like, all right. So, wow. Hey. Some accusations there. Some some uh, <laughs> weight, weight rigging there. Start making Pendleton – have to wrestle Joe Heskett first. Holy cow. But you got that first takedown. They can't take that away from you. Yeah, I thought I was good. <laughs> All right, we'll see you on. Well, You've ruined enough lives for one day. Just get the heck once, out of once, here. Once again, congratulations, Chris, and good luck at the job at, at, at Oregon State. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. There's Sion Williams. Holy cow. Um, he's a wild ride. You should have heard the stories he was telling before. Oh, about my God. Like, it, <laughs> He's 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 a maniac. So, all right. First of all, Coach Pendleton, um, congratulations. Um, are you at Are you in Corvallis yet? Or are you like stuck in Arizona? What's how has the 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 job change have impacted your moving with the coronavirus and all that craziness? First, um, right now with the COVID situation, um, I decided you know uh, everything's remote, uh, working remote anyway. I'm not. I can't go on campus. I can't go into my office. So at the end of the day, I just said, you know what? Why kill myself? So I'm, I'm still here in Arizona, and uh, I'm getting ready next week to move out. Nice, nice. Well, um, obviously, you two and, and Ben are are linked because of your your rivalry over the years, and um, you know you beating him twice in the NCAA finals, and y'all had some crazy matches. Two of which I've uh, I've watched recently. I had only seen these matches in the last week, Coach, and. Um, so I thought it'd be fun to have you two guys on here, watch some, watch some, uh, at least one of the matches together, and, and talk about, talk through some of the, some of the bouts. But I thought before we got going, just to get uh, a, a sense of kind of your each perspective on on the other, and and what what maybe Chris were some of the more surprising things about Ben that maybe you weren't expecting when you first wrestled him, or the first couple times you wrestled him. I got a I got a funny story to tell Ben real quick because uh, oh. a lot of people know this. Um, last summer, I was sitting in the Columbia Airport about to take the associate head job at Missouri. I had sat down with Brian Smith, and when you hear him talk about Tiger style and everything, like it, he 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 had me sold. And I remember sitting in the Columbia Airport, and one of the deciding factors was. I didn't want to be asked about Ben Askren every single day. Oh. <laughs> Everywhere I went, somebody had asked me about you, and I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I really can't do this. Oh, I, mean, I, I apologize. 
Yeah, well, I decided, I was like, you know what, I can do one more year at Arizona State. I came back, said I got one more year in me, and then we'll see what happens. But I was like that close. Man. So it'd be, I would understand it. I would understand it uh, if, if the shoe were on the other foot and, like, this was the guy that that beat you and kept you from winning. To, but, you know, you had the upper hand against Ben and you beat him twice in the NCAA finals. Why was it, why was it still so uh, – uh, why did you have such a visceral reaction to that? Well, just, I mean, you don't want to be linked to one person, like, and especially in a day-to-day working environment. But, I mean, it was only – I was only halfway kidding. There was other factors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like, the office I was going to have, like, this picture was, like, a huge life-size picture right next to me. I'm like, that's when I got to walk into my office. And <laughs> I'm like, nah, I'm good. Uh, oh, man. Well, um so I want to want to talk a little about this this match and the first time you you wrestled Ben and Ben wrestled you and this is a I remember this flow video you I think Martin interviewed you about this and you said I'm Larry Owings and you tell this whole story about um, this match and you tell it in vivid detail and I was like oh my gosh I have to see this match I've wanted to see it since I heard that interview do you know what year you did that interview Chris. That was like two, 2007. Here's the crazy thing. So until this week, those two matches, I had never seen them. I actually ever had watched them. Really? Ever. It's a huge misconception about Oklahoma State. People think that we are way more into film than we actually are. I mean, we watch film, but like not to the level that a lot of other schools do on these in-depth scouting reports and everything. So, um, uh, And then – Somebody from those like golden years that we had where we won four t- titles, somebody went in and stole all of our film. So, like me, Esgito, yeah, we don't have any of our matches. Dang. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, it's a real, it's a real bummer. So, I had actually never watched that, uh, the first match we wrestled and the match that you had beat me in the Big 12s until uh, this week. Okay, to, to, to set the stage before we get into it, some of you may not know the full uh, Chris Pendleton, Ben Askren rivalry. Um, they overlapped Chris's junior and senior year overlapped with Ben's freshman and sophomore year. They met in the NCAA finals twice. Chris won those. They met how many times over the course? Was it six or seven times? Eight, eight, eight times. And it was, um, one Ben got him once. And then it was everywhere else. It was, it was Pendleton. So that was a sense of the rivalry. Sorry, Ben. (laughs) Sorry. There was freestyle. Oh, boo. Y'all yes, were fucking freestyle too? Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I lost to him to make a university world team, and I lost to him in the semifinals of uh, the U.S. No, the world team trials in 20, 2005 in Ames. Yeah, so um, I, re- I remember. When? There was one later. I don't remember later. Oh, I went down to weight class. It was at 84, I think. Oh, you're right. It's Sunkist when I came back. Oh, you son of a bitch. Okay. I had like a big lead. I had a big lead. And like, I was like, all right, just don't let him get on top. Get the uh, high, his high gut series going. And I'm, I'm talking like end of the match. Like I had my leg up in there and I kind of like, you know, gave up the takedown where I was making sure my head was going out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he like yells, no, get your butt back in here and drags me to the middle. Neil Kelly was in my corner. I remember looking like as I'm getting drug back to the middle, like, Neil fell out of his chair laughing. And I was so mad at that. I was like so livid. Like this guy dragging me. I'm winning the match. He's dragging me to the middle of the match. 
Uh, oh my gosh! So, I, I didn't even think about that match until you said that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so the first match we're gonna have is the is the infamous puke match, uh, Chris, and we we can go through it. But maybe I want both of your perspective. What was what was the two thousand whatever year this was? Um, Chris Pendleton, Ben Askren thinking coming into this match. First, uh, you, Chris. Um, I knew that he was tough because he had beat, I think, Robbie Waller in an open tournament. I think it was Brett Robbie. And so, but, you know, before then, it was a lot of, um, you know, no social media and everything, so not a lot of hype. I, I knew he was tough. I didn't know how tough he would be. And what were your credentials coming into this? What had you done so far as an NCAA wrestler coming into this match? Um, I got upset at the NCAA tournament, um, and I was – Finished third, and I had come. Uh, I'd come into the season ranked number one. So you were number one at the time of this match. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then Ben, were you were you nationally ranked at this point? I think they maybe put me in there at like sixteen or somewhere. This is the, literally the first match of the season, I believe, November at some point. Uh, it's at a high school in St. Louis. I, I don't remember. One, I think one of the Hazelwood schools, maybe. Um, yeah. So I had taken. I think second second at the UWW Juniors. Well, it was, it was called something else back then. Uh, I lost to Kurt Backus, the aforementioned Kurt yeah. Backus. But I did beat I did beat JD Bergman at a, I think at 185 pounds. Oh my so gosh! I did, I did yeah decent UWW Juniors. That was more chunky Ben than funky Ben. If, at 185. <laughs> well, that was when the weight classes were 163 or 185. There was such a big gap. <laughs> I, I think I stole that one from Chris. Maybe I think he was—he was just about to say that. I so, that. so we're coming into this match. It's number one, Chris Pendleton, ten versus maybe number sixteen, um, Ben Askren. And uh, yeah, why don't we why don't we pull that up and we'll we'll pause briefly. And if you, as you guys have uh, uh, any uh, observation you want to make, we can stop and talk about some of the pivotal moments. If you're listening on a podcast, it's not going to be as fun because literally yeah. you could be. If you're on the video right now, you see. Ben Askren and Chris Pendleton wrestling each other. Um, Pendleton in the orange and Ben in the uh, black from Missouri. Right, right, here, right here is where I do something. Something was up. I okay, so, like, yeah. so you tried to throw the near leg in, and Ben's like doing whatever he's doing. So what? What are your thoughts that's right called, now? That's called the, that's called the Peterson. Well, I, know, I know, but you don't have the arm, <laughs> so it's hard to Peterson from there. This is oh, where my, it gets he almost got. It's annoying. Like I'm like, what is happening? Like, give me the, give me my points. All right, pause it real quick, Caleb. So I have a question. One yeah, thing I know. Go. This is the, this is the area against Ben that she just, it's a losing battle. So everybody talks about the scrambling and the funk and flexibility. It's his strength that really was the thing that surprised surprised me. Um, he, when he gets his hands locked, I was yeah, actually like, wow, this is crazy. So, um, so at this point, he's in on this on this single leg, Ooh. and now he hooked my heel, and I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> now, now imagine Ben oh. Askren in danger roll. Uh, this would be a, this would be interesting. Almost stacks uh, him up, runs almost. this double. And the danger rule is overrated. If you look at Yanni or any of the great scramblers, I mean, it didn't even affect Yanni at all. Right. No, you're, you're you're probably right about that. So Ben is up two zero. Um, how was the cut for you down to down to seventy four, uh, Chris? Um, so 
here's the deal. You're and a I big person. I, I, it, it, I was hurting pretty bad. And somebody, I can't remember who, right before the match, gave me a, a Avocare, POS2, for the first time. And I tried to, I tried to supplement that I shouldn't have tried. Uh, you know, supplements, you have to take them a little while, let your body get adjusted. I just said, yeah, I'll try it. And right now, I'm hurt. Right now? Yeah, if you want, right now, I'm hurting 30 seconds in the match. If you see, I'm not level changing anymore. I'm not popping. My feet aren't moving. And I'm standing really high up in my stance. Okay, and what are you thinking in this moment, Ben? You feeling good? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, dude, I, I don't remember what I was thinking at this point in time. Was probably just go score some more points or wrestle him or try to pin him, something to that effect. <laughs> I, I tried to keep the, the thought process as simple as possible when I was wrestling. Okay, All right, we're in again. Nice Here we go, one. far ankle. Yeah, and this it is, is like another the, one. The of the... Oh, boy. That's like the beginning of the far ankle series for me where I, you know, I was figuring out that scramble, but, uh, I, you know, and no one else was really doing it at that point. Nothing yet. Ben's got no, I'm his... getting bad points out there. Oh, oh yeah. We <laughs> 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 got two and two there. So two and two. So right now it's six, one, six, uh, one. it's six to one in favor of number 16, Ben Askren of Missouri. It's pretty loud in this in in this moment. What's uh, what kind of motivation does John Smith give you in, in times like these, Chris? Uh, at times like these, you don't look at the corner. <laughs> 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 you look at anywhere but John. So the so, end of the first period. Oh, end of the first period there. For people who didn't watch, weren't able to watch a lot of you uh, wrestle, Ben. And so at the end of one, it's six one Ben Askren, right? You got yes, the ride correct. out the end so it's six one. Um, was it were, at a typical Chris Pendleton match? You obviously won, but were were you in a lot of shootouts? Were you uh, was it normal for you to give up early points and come back? What what was a kind of your typical? If they were to say, "Yeah, this is a very normal Chris Pendleton match," what would it look like? Probably not like this. I uh, I don't think. Well, I think it's probably the only time I got out to well, besides the one the Big Twelve one where I got to a uh, lead. But, you know, the most annoying thing was uh, his strategy would change every time. Or at least that's how I felt. And, you know, like, you know, for example, I would work on something. And then, you know, I know our sophomore year, he he freaking rode me out. And I got a reversal with like 10 seconds left. I lost four to three on a ride time point in Stillwater. It's like he never, ever tried to ride me, just basic ride before that. And so it was, it was so annoying because I would try to prepare for something. And then, I, you know, whatever I was preparing for, I would get something different. And I was thought that was... To me, that was super annoying. Was that something you thought of, Chris? Like, I, I got to change it up every time because he's doing something a little different? No. Um, you know, as it was kind of going and I started figuring out, with Ben, it was just some, there were some very key areas I couldn't get into. Um, and it wasn't really like the scramble areas. It was uh, if I had a front headlock cradle, which you're going to see in this match, was uh, this, you would feel something and then you would just know to stay out of that later on. So, uh, Front headlock. Um, I started oh. keying in on it. Oh. Okay. Did you see yeah, a snap? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go back ten seconds. That is on. I've never listen. Ben Ben has heavy hands, but I've never seen him snap someone like that. That was wild. Oh, baby. Like that. Look at this. Look how tired I am. Come on. <laughs> yeah, this is not right. It's not right. Yeah. Though. Oh my word. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, it was it was no points. So who cares? 
You, you call me baby Pico. I, I really, I looked, so the first time I watched this match, I was like, I literally was like, this can't be the one Chris wins. Because at different points of this, I'm like, Chris is so tired right now. There's no way he's coming back in this. I was like, Ben sent me the wrong match or something because there's no way he wins this one. Um, is this one of the the key examples of when you really had to dig deep in, in a match, Chris? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I honestly, like I said, I don't, I don't remember. I mean, like that is a little embarrassing right now. <laughs> kind of hurting my brain. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't remember it. I just remember just knowing I had to go. Can you guys actually pause it right there? Yeah, pause. You got to bet. You got to rewind it. Go just back like just a that. little bit. I'm going to tell you another uh. funny story. So just move it back just a little bit. Right on the other side of my face. Uh, you guys can't see it. So my uh, high school team, my teammate of mine, Ben Vincent, um, I can't even remember his last name right now. He lived next to you in the apartments at the same time. He's in the crowd. I just caught. I just really. Up, uh, <laughs> up, yeah. Ha! That's kind of funny. Whoa! Well, right, uh. black, right there. Right. He's uh. literally on the other side. Of the he lived right next to you in the <laughs> uh, uh, apartments. Small oh, world. That is a small world. All right, so we're back to action. Chris Pendleton is tied. What were your go-to leg attacks, Chris? Ed- educate the people. What do you? What are you? The takedowns you're looking for more often than not. Uh, I always kind of prided myself on being able to like wrestle in all positions. So you know, I had an underhook, uh, underhook upper body stuff um, against Ben. I, I started uh, hitting a run inside shot instead of just a traditional like post high crotch like I normally would do. Um, and then I I tried double legs like that, which. Um, I, and then low singles, but for him, I, I mainly stuck to run insides and I hit one hard, uh, power double in one match. I think actually this match, you hit a nice double in this match. Yeah. I, I, I literally, I, this, oh, I should have finished the scramble right here. What a one. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have. So hey, is that... got... Oh, I'm so close to the takedown here. I'm yeah, so th- close to the oh, end. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh. He's feeling it. This is this is the moment I'm like, he does not come back in this match. I was like, there's no way. He's so he's just he's tired right wow. now. He's, he can't do it. And uh sure enough. I should have stalled. I didn't know how to stall. That's what I should have done. When I get taken down, I should have just stalled. And I just it wasn't it wasn't in the way I thought about wrestling, but I should have done it. Yeah, it, it could. No, the other thing that was off. so annoying for oh, me was oh, that's a double. Was uh, whenever I got in singles and it only hap- didn't really happen in this match, but Chris had a really good shin wizard. I would never score from it, and that was so annoying. All right, watch. Don't do it, Ben. Oh no! Oh, you just saw it coming. Oh, oh he crunched it on. so nice. Did he trick I, I you or what? I, why did you step up? Yeah, I, I felt like he was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna I, escape I, or something. I, like, I couldn't get the exposure. And I had to like start bridging into them. Yeah, that was and weird. And then here now they gave oh, points, that was and dumb. I'm like, I can steal another turn. Because you have that and bottom this leg. I, well, I start trying to. I start throwing up right here. Yeah, he threw up my back. How gross! Oh, that's where he's throwing yeah, up. Disqual. Dis- 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 he's tapping out. All right, freeze. You go, go back just a little bit. Go back just a little <laughs> bit. All right, so it's right now. He's going for another turn. And I think once he starts slapping the mat, 
It's when you know something went terribly wrong. Yeah, I'm in a leg turn in a cradle position, and I've given that up. <laughs> I remember a turner just running out, and look at all the Oklahoma State people like, what, what? You're about to turn him. Pat's like, did you really just throw up? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, have you, had you ever thrown up in a match or even a practice before? No, not on somebody. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Who's in your corner right there? That's Brian Smith. Is that Bart Horton also? Who else was in your corner, Ben? Right, yeah, probably Bart Horton. And then it was it was John. Seen... Was it John and Pat Smith? Look, look how young Brian looks there, though. Isn't that fantastic? He's sharp. So young. Yeah, and John. Yeah, this. Is... So okay, we got the cleaning crew. This was the uh, this was the first time Missouri ever beat Oklahoma State too. Even though even though I failed to do my job here, uh, but, it was the first but, time ever. But. but... How many people but were we what? missing? How oh, many we were people missing people, were we missing? too. Irre- irrelevant. Oh, we were missing also. a three-time national champion? That's, that's no big deal. Listen, <laughs> you just got to show, show up with who you got. <laughs> hey, I'll, get, I'll get it. That was the first time they beat, and I remember like we had a six-hour bus ride back, and I don't know if John ever, uh, he ever trained through Missouri again after that. Yeah, I guess not. Well, no, you didn't. You didn't drive back because you beat me two days later at the. You got a reversal at the end when I tried. I tried cradling you at the Missouri Open. You wrestled so two my days career. later. Two days I later, I started. Yeah. I started my career three and two because I lost to him twice. <laughs> That's like David Taylor. He like lost his first match or something ever, and then in high school that is, and he yes. went on to win a bunch. So, all right, right now, What's is the it, score? Yeah, great question. I think. It's well seven seven. They just went to overtime. He yeah. rolled, he rolled me out. Yeah, so he gets the takedown. He got the cradle. He got the the puke, and now <laughs> ride out. And now we're in sudden victory. It's seven seven yeah. after it was a seven one lead for Ben Askren. Uh, <laughs> going into the third. Going into the Shut third. <laughs> I just should should have stalled. Okay, if I could I tell my younger you. self, I would tell my younger self stall it out. Oh just sit down there. You look kind of crazy well, this here, is a cradle. Uh-oh. Oh, it's yeah. all right, though. I was going to get – oh, oh. Come on, call it, ref. Oh, the ref should have called The ref should have called that one. Call what? <laughs> he was on his back. Didn't you see it? Oh, no, I actually – I missed it. Rewind it. Rewind it. Rewind it. <laughs> on his back? Caleb, Jeez. come on, rewind it. All right, here we go. Okay, watch Here's right here. Right. I'm going to put him on his back. Boom, right the there. One, one thousand. You're in two, a cradle, man. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it was all it was a setup. It was a setup. A setup. It was. It it actually was a setup as we learned in a, in a later match. Okay, oh. so so all right, Chris is feeling it, but he's got the heart of a champion is what we're learning about this man. He's yeah, taking who's the referee? I want to find this guy. He's taking random supplements. You got hit for stalling for that? Yeah. Oh, you, you should have got hit twice time. probably. You who's probably should have hit twice. Oh. Double to single. Got him in the splits. Oh, this is bad. You finished multiple oh, times on Ben this way, including like the NCAA finals with that single. Oh, it's like, oh it's dang it. What were you saying, Chris? Oh, my. It's freestyle. When you take the support uh, the, the support point off the mat, you, you, you eliminate a lot of that, a lot of the, uh, like a pet trap field. You, t- you take it away. And that was the takedown in, in sudden victory. Uh, which sealed the win, the epic win, a legendary win for Chris Pendleton. Um, so, okay, after the, that match ends, and then what are you thinking? 
Oh, I got yelled at. I remember I'm laying behind the bench because that was the first match out. I'm laying behind the bench and we didn't, uh, Brett Munson went out. We didn't have Jake Rochal and things started like steamrolling where I was like, oh my God, we're going to lose this duel. I knew that it was going to be a lot of fingers were going to be pointed at me as it should. Cause I was, you know, ranked number one in the country and one of the team captains and he let me have it. He let me have it. <laughs> so, okay. Talk about how the, Actually, how, how did the next I, match I go? What'd you say? Yeah. He, I don't know if you guys can hear sound, but that big 12 match, just listen for John's voice and you will hear him say some things that I, I I'll, I'll tell the whole story for that. Uh, when that match. Okay, we can it get to that. Bad. We can definitely get to that in a second. Um, what, what, um, so you wrestled him again two days later, which you maybe didn't even yeah. remember happened, but that happened. Um, what, what was your thoughts? Like, man, I got to wrestle this guy again. Were you like, crap, I just, like, need it? Were you like, you know what, I got something to prove here. I'm going to uh, make sure he knows it was, wasn't a fluke when I came back on him. I honestly, I remember it was like the St. Louis Open or Lindenwood Open. I can't remember. No, what it was, Missouri. Missouri. I don't really remember. Oh, I don't remember how the match went down. I remember feeling a lot, lot better and actually going in thinking, okay, now I'm going to start whooping this guy. And then it was. Well, it was yeah. Wait, you got a last second reversal to win that match. It was. No, it was I'm too late after that you beat me. The thought process going that I was like uh, I was dead. Yeah, can you can you argue that event that there was a difference in me in the two matches? I wasn't puking and <laughs> dragging my leg around the mat. Like I felt better physically and thought I was going to okay. dominate in a closer uh, match. So I didn't have that excuse anymore. So thank you. <laughs> All right. So eight eight total <laughs> meetings, not counting freestyle. That is that is kind of epic. Um, how. How would you describe the evolution of, I mean, y'all, y'all ain't like, you know, boys or exchanging Christmas cards, but when did it get to a point, or maybe was it always at a point where you're like, if I see you in the airport or if we see each other, we can chat and have like cordial conversations? I don't know that, I mean, I don't have anything, I, I kind of like Chris, but I don't know that we've ever had like a super long sit down or hung out or anything, but you know, we, we chat when we see each other. No, I mean, we, we'd be, I remember we played poker that one time at the Olympic Training Center. Mm. Oh, yeah. Matt Pell ate two entire pizzas. I was just kind of <laughs> watching them. And... No, it was funny. It was funny because Max, uh, Max and I would always talk. I actually really enjoyed always talking and sitting down with Max. He's like, you know, a really interesting guy. Like, he'll, he'll tell you some crazy stories about Japanese literature and just random stuff. <laughs> so he was like, fun. And I remember we were playing poker at the OTC on the third floor, and it came down to me and Ben at the end, and I, I won. And then Ben got up and left, and Max and I were sitting there, and he's like, man, he can't beat you anything. <laughs> 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 so don't get mad at Max. Don't get mad at Max. It was a funny story. Oh, but then uh, we had one where our mutual friend, um, well, when I say friend, a uh, friend for Ben, uh, acquaintance of mine, uh, Daniel Formier. Um, we were going. Are you calling him acquaintance? You're not calling Daniel a friend? He's an acquaintance. He's an acquaintance. I'm going to get him on. He needs to defend himself. You call him, I call him Daniel. 
Why? No, we were well, just an acquaintance. Oh my gosh. I'll tell you because he does he does things like this story. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw him too much under the bus, but Daniel, uh, we were eating at Nobu, and I remember uh, he invited me to come eat. We, I walked up and there was like a table of like eight people, and there was two empty chairs, and I was like, all right. He said, no, 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 sit right here, sit right here. And I was like, okay. So I went and sat down. I'm like, why is there this like empty chair right next to me? And then I saw Ben walk in the restaurant. I just looked at Dan and I was like, come on, man. He's like, ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> like, I was like, just bring it in. That's, that's Daniel. He likes to, he likes to uh, stir the pot and make it interesting. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well. It sounds about right. As we mentioned, um, this is a match I had never seen until I watched it actually this morning, uh, one time before. And this is this is another really good match too. Uh, very exciting, and it got back into some positions where, um, kind of the cradle and uh, re- I don't know what you call that position, Ben, where you end up in a cradle. But there's some really exciting. It's an, another exciting match. Chris was kind of storming his way back here. But what year Big Twelves was this for you guys? Two, my, this Junior same year. year. So this is 2004. Yeah, 2004. So 2004. So it was your freshman year, Big 12s, Ben, and and Correct. Chris, your junior year. Okay. So we're gonna play this one now. Uh, go ahead, Caleb. We're ready to roll here. Talk a little bit about this match. Was this at Iowa State? Sion claims it was, but it was. Wow, some heavy hand sign there. Yeah, that's what where, I uh, this where Sion early. Sion stole the banner from. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely did. Ben, you tried to get front headlock a lot on, on Chris. Yeah. Uh, was that something? Well, I couldn't let him, I didn't want to let him shoot. Yeah. I didn't want to let him shoot from the outside, obviously, because that was where he had the most success on me. Um, and then I, I actually pinned EK Waldhaus for the first time in, in the semis of this. Uh, so I was feeling pretty good going into the finals. One thing yeah, I noticed. Yeah, that, go ahead, Chris. That made me so upset. He would always pin the guys that would, like, give me some, Like, EK was. Uh, Hard matchup for me. Tyler Nix is a hard matchup for me. Dang. Oh, cradle. Oh, oh, there it is. Uh oh. Whoa, what's going on here? uh, The hero wound it, so it was like a little drag go behind. I tried Graham being, I failed. Yes. So near side cradle for Pendleton here. I had really good cradle defense. Evidently. Because I was like, He's going over. I, I mean, his knee is behind his head. Maybe that's why my hip doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I worry. And then, now look at this. Is some this call? I don't get. What were the college out of bounds rules at this point? Oh they, come on, go Rip. back, go back, oh, go oh, back. I got robbed. I Matt got robbed. Matt. <laughs> no, that's what's that ref's name? He's Oklahoma State Homer. What's his name? <laughs> Oh, oh my no. gosh! He's a good man. Now, what is called? Wait, wait, I'm I actually I'm asking a legitimate question here. Pause it real quick. I, what are college out of bounds rules this time? Two feet out bounds, I think. I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay, so I watched this. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. The rules could have changed, or blew that call. But um, so you had the near side cradle locked up. Are you thinking he's going over at or earlier in the cradle? And when are you like, this is different? Chris. Even in the NCAA finals, like 
I just couldn't stop. Like I knew I couldn't cradle him, but it was like just dangling out there. And I was like, all right, I'm going to try you. I remember it was like, <laughs> it was like fear. I'm riding him. I'm like, okay, I, I, I'm going to probably ride him out. And then all of a sudden just saw that cradle open up, try to jump to it, and it was full gold. Man, well, you got it. This is where I, fair, I would he... get here a whole bunch and never score. This is so annoying. Well, it doesn't look like a Almost great position. Almost got scored then. on. <laughs> well, it was earlier. It wasn't so bad. Yeah, so. This position, we ended up, I don't know how many times. That so many times. I barely. One thing I noticed about your matches, Ben, with against Chris, your head is on the mat so much of the time during exchanges where it, like, that's generally regarded as a kind of a weak position from a strength perspective, but you would end no, up... Head high, head high in wins and scramble is the dumbest thing ever. It well, drives me crazy when people saying. say that. Oh, where'd, where'd he okay. go? I'm not saying oh, head high nice wins. I'm saying it. your head is buried on the mat. Like, your head is on the mat. It's just, like, not a very common. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. oh, yeah, go back, go back. We got it, because this is, this, is this is a big exchange in the match right here. You were Pause talking it. about how our matches always like played out differently. I've never hit that shot. I don't know where that little duck <laughs> came from. You hit it so later I, in the match for real, and you get a takedown on it. But what I'm saying is, go ahead and look at any other match I ever wrestled in, or, or even yeah. against Ben. I don't know if I ever looked for that again. Now I'm in my off uh, my offside crackdown, and I'm about to go into my offside low single position. Which I mean is just like it's like completely flip flop of, of my normal offense. Got it, got it. So you just think you just impulsively just kind of took the shot, and then you're like, oh wait, maybe I shouldn't have done Sometimes this. Sometimes what people give you, and yeah, I don't know. The match just kind of. Oh yeah, the rest name was Kenny Ritchie, Chris. That was he was definitely Oklahoma State Homer. <laughs> no, it's just a coincidence. I'm the godfather for his nephew. I mean, it's just a coincidence. Oh, <laughs> what? Are you what? right? <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, never mind. You got Homer. Dayton Pitch's dad <laughs> he used to referee our matches. That I'm like, yeah, okay, a little bit of a Homer. Kenny yes. does it on the NC finals. Oh man. Okay, so let's get back to this key position here. Pendleton's in on a shot, and uh, Askren's got the leg picked up. Oh boy, I've seen this in the DVD series, Ben. So this it's is a counter that my left hip could be straight down, and it wasn't. Now I I know I'm in trouble. And he's over. Oh, I hear Bart Horton yelling. <laughs> <laughs> how did um? How many times did you put him on it uh, on his back? Is this the only time you locked up a cradle on him, Ben? Well, that first dual meet right. I got, I got two points. Oh, he tried doing my own move to me there. Oh, come on, Kenny Ritchie. <laughs> Kenny ain't calling the ball. There's more wrestling to, to I love how Ben's cheering like he does like he thinks he'll get the pin this time. He might, yeah, he might get the pin. <laughs> he might. <laughs> Kenny Ritchie might. I'm throwing Brian Smith should have thrown the brick on this one. <laughs> there's no bricks. There's no college out of bounds rules. It's Kenny Ritchie. It's the Kenny Ritchie show. Well, they gave you two near fall there. No, I had three. three. <laughs> I had yeah. three, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. All right, so uh, what is the score now? Because you got the takedown, Chris, with the um, with the uh, near side, and the two one escape, and then he got five there. So six, six, six two? two. Is it six two right now? Yeah, going into the. Right. Are we going into the second? Yeah. Oh second, my gosh. Yeah. 
6-3 now. Oh, post. That's nice. It's a good shot there. Again, that right hip should be down, down, flat. Also, on the uh, How Low Can You Go series, like uh, part two, John hadn't really fixed the remote angle yet. But even this, like, (laughs) normally I finish. Yeah, you're. And this is almost like he almost dislocated my uh, shoulder in the NCAA finals. That same position right there. Really? Oh, I see. Because yeah. your arms caught that. Oh. Yeah, and, and you can watch my senior did the exact same thing. My arm was really caught. Hmm. And this is where you guys can hear. Just listen to John. Like, he starts screaming at me to get in there, go. I mean, he was on me. <laughs> but leading up to that, I was starting to crack. During practice, I was starting to have some really bad practices, and John was just really on my uh, on my butt. And then I just started dating a girl. Uh oh. Uh oh. I started dating a girl, and she was like, "Well, I want to come up to watch Big 12s at, uh, in Iowa." And she was um, roommates and friends with uh, Zach Esposito's wife. And I told her, "I was like, no, 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 you can't go." So, unbeknownst to me, she went. And when we got to the hotel, oh. I remember we were getting oh. ready to leave for the house, and I walk out of my hotel room, and she comes out of her hotel room across the hall from me. And I'm like, hey, oh, I oh, Chris, they should have slept them out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but my anyway, God. me and my girlfriend here talking, and the door next to me opens, and John Smith walks oh out, and he God. makes an eye contact with me. And I'm like, right here, this position, that's what he would always get mad at me. Look at him over there. Uh, because he's telling me that I do the lazy work, that I don't put the lift in, because I was just like, I was like, I can't win. What's happening right now? Are we getting, hold on. I think we got injury time. Did you whirly bird it? Yeah, he's freaking hurt me all the time. So whirly bird, we're back in action. And uh, Chris got got some pep in his step. He's coming. You hit a beautiful duck under here in a little bit, Chris. I'm sure you, you saw it. So you go two on one to the post. That's a really nice shot too. That was an under. I get it. Oh. Oh. Ooh, that was a close one. Well, obviously, Kenny didn't like me either. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't make it too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So we're in the third period right, so now, right? I think yeah. it's seven three, but <clears throat> Ben has his kung fu grip on me. Oh, yeah. How hard was Ben to open uh, up for you, Chris? Uh, my strategy, like, later on, it became just don't go down 7-1. Right? That became my first strategy. Um, and then I would always try to just get that first takedown and make them come to me. Mm. Smart. Not to, not to knock it, but... Ben didn't have a lot of setup. There was a lot of just don't let him get his hands locked. Because if you get his hands locked, it's a different story. Yeah. So that's why oh, I don't believe I like moved How much of how much of a credit? Um... Oh wait, hey, I'm sorry. I, I gotta remember. I I want to ask this twice. Pause, Christian and Caleb. I forgot. Go ahead. Oh, oh, it's not about the match. Ooh. I mean, oh, damn it. Yeah. Let's <laughs> oh, no, that, that one again. Let's catch that one again. No, <laughs> I got to. something good for Chris. Let me ask a question. Where did Chris Pendleton go? Oh, oh, he's so oh, gone. Boo. That was beautiful. <laughs> hey, was Chris, beautiful. tell these guys, I've alleged multiple times 
that more than half of the Oklahoma State team was married while I was in college. Can you tell them that is true? Yeah. My, uh, See, my freshman year, six out of ten starters were. Not this team, though. Not these two. We no. None of us were married. Well, I thought uh, Maka was married, and was it Hendrix? No, nah, not Johnny. Are you sure? Uh, no, Hendrix was married in college for sure. I'm pretty no, sure. And Esposito, maybe, too. I remember, Chris, I remember Guys, watching. I was, I was at the wedding, so you weren't married in college. <laughs> <laughs> I was really there. Uh, rewind. Yeah, go back oh, real quick. Uh-oh, uh-oh. This was one thing that we worked. He would always pull my head under that football position, so I was saving that in the back pocket, this high crop right here. I'd give him my head and drop to the high crop. Wow. That was back a nice little flip over there for the finish. Well, here comes the finish. Yeah, you oh, about oh, I don't oh. want to like to try to cut him. That's the ball. Huh? Yeah. All right. So what's the score now? It's pretty close. I think it's nine to seven. Oh my gosh. Nine seven. Don't don't pay attention to John. Pay, uh, pay attention to John here. This could almost be two. He's not even worried about it. he's not even worried about it. He's yelling at me. <laughs> a little something something here at the end I have no idea <laughs> classic double handshake here yeah that's annoying come on so <laughs> I know it's like relax dude come on Kenny yeah, Richie so, so right see in the left screen you see Jake's coming out uh huh so I don't know why I'm pointing you guys can't see John when you lost and I mean, the whole match, I could hear him just yelling at me and getting more and more upset. I remember the, that was, there's that long tunnel in the Hilton Coliseum where you're going up. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to make eye contact with him because it's just going to get bad. And I'm just going to, I'm going to go to the locker room. I could remember walking up that tunnel and feeling him on the back of my neck. And I <laughs> really? was like, oh. <laughs> I'm about to get it. And then right when I turned around, he took my clothes and just, chucked it right into my face and at that point it was like all my like my my like anger and everything just boiled over and i started screaming at him and it was one of those moments like when you like talk back to your dad for the first time where you're like you say something you're like i'm sorry <laughs> like i i should have said that. I, mean, I was yelling at him. i was like like brace and i mean he got right up in my face and it was bad where jake roshall is wrestling and I remember Branch ran up the uh, ran up the tunnel to like break us apart, and John was just ripping into me. And when you when you're on the other end of his his like rage, you want to talk about the ultimate competitor. He brings it out like he he starts saying some crazy stuff. Where I remember just <laughs> you know I, I I don't even know I I went out and got my like award for the Big Twelve like you know the, the second place, and I went straight to the bus. Like thinking in my head, like, like I hate this man. I'll never wrestle for him again. I want to transfer out of here. And then like he came back with like some food, and like we sat on the bus for like nine hours and just talked about everything but wrestling. And it was always one of those deals. Like I always felt like he was picking on me. Like I was like at that point I was undefeated. I had never, you know, I was like cruising, and I thought I was unbeatable. 
where, you know, obviously got shown I was and I got humble pie. My last three years of college, I lost one match every stinking year. Just mm. one match. And that year, I was actually pretty fortunate that I yeah, lost. Yeah, how did you lose the EK Waldhouse? Oh, no. <laughs> Come on, bro. How'd he can never beat me. Lang? How'd you lose him? Ryan Lang. Boom. Oh, Boom he roasted. He stalled. Boom he roasted. <laughs> Here's the bomb. So, okay, so you lose this match. Right, John is. It's funny. Ben beat EK Wald or pinned EK Waldhouse, and EK beat me. Ryan Lang beat Ben, and I pinned Ryan Lang in the NCAA semifinals. Mm. Mm. Love Come it. On. I, I Love it. Two matches was gassed out throwing up you got to give me a little bit of tlc on the show absolutely for sure so all right let's <laughs> let's talk about matches up i know i know but these are the two people i haven't seen um and who, who picked these those two matches <laughs> listen you it was one and one it was very fair first of all we made a whole we made a we've the pendleton beating uh Askren thing has been discussed that's the only two that i have no, I actually I'm very thankful because I, I really I really do appreciate getting to see those um, matches. All right, now I, I want what I want to know here before we go. So you lose at that bit your your junior year Big Twelve. You lose. What are those next two weeks like, and how are you able to, to turn it around for for that year? Because I've never I don't know if I've ever seen that your junior year title. I've only saw seen your your senior year one. Um, it really was like just one of those deals that I. Going back, it was kind of like, don't panic, don't rewrite anything, don't like try to learn new techniques or anything. Like, not not to discredit Ben, but it, I just they really hammered in. You beat yourself a lot. These are positions that you knew you shouldn't have been in. These are things you knew you shouldn't have done. Just uh, sharpen sharpen your skills. Just go back. I just I honestly went back, and the next day I went and got like a forty five minute drill, and that was kind of like my safe place where I just went through hit my areas, hit my shots, you know, my, even my, if you look at like the match, like when I was hitting my post or my underhook, I was just doing little small things wrong. And, you know, that's still a lesson I teach my wrestlers right now is when you, you lose a match, don't panic, just go back and rework your basics a little bit. And so I did. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, well, man, uh, so give it, give us a little sense of, um, let's talk a little Oregon state, man. Cause this, this is exciting stuff. I, we're all, excited for you obviously um why oregon state why was this the opportunity you wanted to to make a leap right now i'm going to make my first uh, offer uh ben do you want to be my head assistant oh get back in the room <laughs> oh my gosh no, i mean i appreciate the offer but uh <laughs> Uh, no, sleep on I, it, you know ben. What? I actually ben, you should say you're gonna sleep on it and you're gonna give your decision on tuesday's frl <laughs> I uh, I, I love Corvallis. The few times I was out there, you get thirty k, buddy. <laughs> I'm I'm good. You know who you should hire? I think you should do a little more connection and try to hire Isaiah Martinez. Ooh, I'm You you know we're from yeah. the same high school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah a little more. I said, mm-hmm. Dang. So well, right now we're opening the jobs up. Just seeing um seeing. Seeing who's out there. I mean, uh, it, it has been exciting. There's been a lot, a lot of interest. Um, 
So we're just going to see. Uh, luckily, with this time right now, um, it's a time in the world where we can go a little bit slower. There's not much happening. So um, it's been the good and bad of becoming – I mean, there's no – I would say there's no first-year head coach that's had to go through what I'm having to go through the last couple of weeks. It's uh, been good but frustrating because I do want to, like, get out there and hit the ground running, but I'm forced to take my time. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be a really strange uh, situation to start your your head coaching career. Um, how how much of an advantage is it that the job is out west, that it's in the Pac-12, a conference you've been coaching in the last several years? Is that an advantage for you? Um, it definitely helps. It uh, goes into a lot of my recruiting ties. Um, I especially when I was at Wyoming, we recruited the Pacific Northwest a lot. Um, you know, California, obviously. Um, so there are a lot of advantages and it being a power five school. I mean, it's been amazing. The support of the administration, the facilities, um, the endowment board. I mean, it's a great, it's a great situation. And there was actually a, a job that I kind of kept in my back pocket. Like, man, this is a really, really good job. I really want this job. That's awesome. Well, um, we're, we're excited to see what, what you can do there. We're, we're two minutes over actually, but this has been fun, man. Um, we're, you know, we need to get some more, uh, we need to get one of your more dominant wins, and we need to break one of those down. Uh, we'll have you I'll on call again. For, I'll call in sick for that episode. <laughs> ben won't make the walk, but we can still have you on, and uh, we can do that. Uh, but you do need to come on again, Coach. Um, it's, it's fun having you on. You're a good sport because, um, as as mentioned, you definitely had the upper hand in this rivalry. and uh, Those Christian, two matches. Are you trying to get me hang up on you two days in a row? I hung up on you yesterday. I will do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you're both the best hey i just like that you two you two are, are two of my favorite guys in the sport so i'm glad that i can just have you both here together and it's civil because you're both you're both good guys so uh, i appreciate your time coach you know what but- though i almost i almost saw chris's cortisol in his forehead <laughs> where's cortisol Whoa. levels going through the <laughs> Oh man! Oh my gosh! It wasn't, it wasn't the best start. I mean, I literally rolled right out of bed, ran right to the uh, living room, getting it. So, apologies for being late. But. No, no, no problem. It's kind of confusing with you know it being so early for you, but I appreciate you coming on. Talk about out of a memory, Sion as I mean, like literally, was just like wrong. That's that's the case a lot of the times with yeah. him. Yeah, that's that's oh, part man. of the entertainment. I was oh, like, okay, man. I was like, really? Because he's told me that story before. I'm like, really? He's like, okay, well, let's see. So, um, I'm glad you were able hey. to set the record straight. The slim jims are going to his head. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is very possible. Well, oh, hey, Caleb, we're good to go. You can play us out. Big thanks to Chris Pendleton. Thanks to Ben Asker. Thanks to you for tuning in. Um, Hey, keep your eye on Oregon State Wrestling. It's going to be fun to watch uh, Coach Pendleton begin his journey there. Our journey for FRL is over for the week, but hey, we got a big Friday. We got a lot of stuff planned for tomorrow. Tomorrow, we have the NCAA Awards Show leading into the premiere of our newest flow film, Bad Cut, all live starting at 7 Eastern. Uh, That's when Bad Cut is. I don't know when the award show is. I think it's 7 Eastern starts the award show, and then after that is Bad Cut. So it's going to be a really great time. Set some uh, time aside for that. Um, Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday. We'll find out if Chris is going to be, or if Ben's going to be the next head assistant coach with Chris Pendleton starting a dynasty out west. Um, We won't know until Tuesday. Ben has to think on it. Thanks, guys, so much. We'll see you next time.